It's about 7.30 something a.m. Wednesday morning. We're on day 29, meaning tomorrow's the last day of this Irina's Keys book. So we'll see where I go from there. Um, I've got some plans today. I didn't know if they were going to fall through or not, but I've got some Vegas friends visiting. Um, LGBT Vegas friends and so um, I'm just gonna go hang out with them probably this afternoon they're about to start driving around 8am to LA so um, around noon is kind of my limit for today um to talk a little bit about programming um there was something in what I was reading today that kind of reminded me about you know how we kind of get programmed um she was mentioning something like you know about standards of beauty for example um Like, when you think of it, it's like, this isn't the same across cultures, right? Like, everybody has their own kind of examples of, you know, what beauty is. You know, maybe it's dark skin, maybe it's light skin, maybe it's, you know, some kind of a stretched plate in your lip or your ears or elongated neck or smaller feet or, you know, bigger features of some kind. Um, I don't remember the African culture. Uh, There's a tribe that, you know, uh, you know, women find the males beautiful uh, based on things like braided long hair, white teeth, um, this ability to, you know, take the eyes and like move the eyes like kind of left to right um, and like having a big smile with white teeth. being able to kind of jump high like these things are seen as beautiful attractive they have like a form of like facial paint or facial like makeup paint designs and things like that whereas you know I'm not saying that's not attractive I'm just saying like in western American culture that's not something that males are taught as like those are attractive qualities right so sometimes we learn these things and you know um and in a way learning is a form of programming and when you think about it the way the western system is set up is basically to start indoctrinating people from about age five 
when they're such a sponge absorbing things all the way till like almost age 17, 18, you're basically just going to school um, from 8 o'clock to 3 o'clock every single weekday, five times a week, um, almost seven hours a day for five times a week. You are basically being taught what you're supposed to know, how you're supposed to be, how you're supposed to act. Um, so culturally, I would say, you know, a lot of times you're not necessarily, um, it might not be like negative because I feel like every culture has a form of like training and educating and, you know, passing values on to different people. But the place where I see it as like more problematic is when, you know, we're taught not to challenge any of it. We're taught, okay, this is just how it is. For example, we are given history classes, right? But the history is not well-rounded in teaching. It's very one-sided, one version and we're not really taught, you know, something accurate or, you know, diverse. We're kind of taught like this very, like, slim view of some things in history that, you know, to some extent there's accuracy there, but it's not like the full story. And I feel like that's kind of normal. In most cultures, you're taught a version of history. You're not taught all the negative stuff that your country did that's, like, shameful. You're usually not taught about all that. Or, like, you know that it exists, but, you know, they're usually not having full-on classes before college ages where you're going in and delving into all these different details. Because I think the reason why is because they don't want to, in quotes, maybe confuse you or they don't want to you know, open your eyes during a phase of time when you're still absorbing and forming ideas, they don't want to, like, give you some alternative perspective, you know. But I take things like that, and I kind of take a step back and look at it, and I'm like, you know, I, I went to school for a long time. Like, I've got classes I'm in right now, but I've been to school for a long time. And, you know, I was... um I kind of noticed some of the, like, I was kind of raised around, luckily, around a youth pastor and collegiate pastor that I had in my life that taught us to question things. You know, he would, you know, we would sit in, you know, this Friday night Vespers Bible study setting as teens and in college and basically he would pose he would play devil's advocate for like everything it would be like anything it could be like the story of genesis and adam and eve and like oh so like so you know the reason why god why did god allow them to do this or like oh so god knew they were gonna mess up or like um so what does that say about god or like whatever like just taking different stances making you think you know and i i know a lot of people hated that people were like i don't want to you know 
I don't want to debate, and I was into it. Like, I, I didn't really see, like, a lot of value in the debating and kind of, like, the emotional charge of it all, but um, what I kind of did learn to see value in was looking at the flip side of things, looking at different angles of things, and I think that was important to have someone that was in a very strict environment where you're usually taught, like, don't question this stuff. You don't question religion. You know, you don't question what all these books of who says somebody's a prophet and you're even questioning that they're a prophet. Like, you don't do that. You know, you just follow it. You do what it says. You know, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't resonate with you. It's not part of your nature. You just do it. Like, you're, you're just told to just do it. You're not taught to, like, question, why am I doing this? Like, why are we still doing these things that don't make any sense sometimes, you know? Like, why are we not doing these other things that some other cultures may be doing that are clearly way healthier than this other stuff that we're doing? You know, you know why are we, you know, keeping to certain types of things that aren't beneficial for our emotional health? You know, why are we not doing these other things, you know? Uh, why aren't we incorporating this other aspect, you know, it can be anything, it doesn't have to be, like, specifically, like, the details of, like, ancient books and stuff, um, but even questioning, you know, who says, you know, like, this person all of a sudden springs up out in the 1800s saying that they've got some new messages that they need to kind of make these writings and, write down all this stuff and now we need to follow this stuff because it's newer information brought down from God like who says that's what this actually is you know um and I'm not saying you know people should or shouldn't believe in religions or whatever it's a touchy subject but you know I think it was valuable to be taught to question stuff and be comfortable with questioning stuff because I've noticed a lot of times people aren't comfortable with thinking past what they already know and that's kind of a concept that's come up recently with me um you know like I like I I talked about that other book that Jamie Messina book um and you know it had those 30 days you know you're kind of like doing the workbook and stuff and I was like wow this is really cool I found it really helpful and so I shared it with a with two of my friends well maybe more but uh I was in a group chat with two of my friends and I shared it with them and one of them was like oh thanks but I knew they were never going to touch it and then the other one I guess kind of looked at some of it and was like this kind of stuff really stresses me out and I was like to me it actually was like helpful you know to reflect on my day kind of plan out my day reflect on my evening and I'm just thinking, like, how is that stressful to reflect, you know, and think about what just happened? Think about different aspects of, like, maybe I could have done something better. Maybe I could have improved on this. Maybe I could have done a little better on this. Or maybe this could have gone better for my health if I would have approached it that way or this way or whatever. Like, it, you know, it took me a, a little bit, you know, to think about that. And I was having this conversation with another close friend that, you know, I think they they mentioned, and I can't remember if this was before or after, but they mentioned 
it was this year, it was sometime this year, where we were talking about kind of like socially their experiences with like meeting new people and stuff and we're kind of like playing with these ideas of like millennials and kind of socially like being in your 30s and like trying to meet people and stuff like that and we started to realize you know there is kind of this trend there is kind of this idea of um not really taking things um, too much, like, basically, people don't want to, not everybody, but some people don't like challenging themselves as far as, like, their beliefs or their thoughts, and I'm not saying people shouldn't have faith in stuff, I'm not saying people shouldn't hold strong to their beliefs and just be, like, wavering about everything, but it's like, sometimes things do need to be challenged, you know, um, like, a lot of things, and I know when it comes to politics, that becomes another big, huge issue, it's like, you know, I was listening to a little bit of, um, the Chosen Family podcast this morning, because it, you know, they release episodes on Wednesdays, and it must be really early, because I think I saw it, um, I was up at like five something in the morning and maybe five thirty or so I started to get going and, um, I saw that episode, uh, had launched and I'm like, wow, it's early. Um, I think they probably posted at midnight or something. I don't really know, but it's been out for a while now, uh, this morning and, you know, part of what they were saying, say for example, about some of the things with the, you know, with the bands on some of the, you know, drag performances and stuff like that, is like, you know, it violates the amendment about freedom of speech. And I was kind of like, huh, I never really thought about that before, but it does, you know. Um, and, you know, so it's kind of like we can have different people trying to kind of make different laws, make different rules, do these different things, and, you know, sometimes it's like they're not even following the basics, you know, it's like you're going to try to pass this law and call it something that it's not, you know, just for some reason that you're trying to, like, basically silence a bunch of other stuff, a lot of it's the gender-related topics that people are having so many issues with that for some reason they feel so threatened by you know somebody else not themselves but some other person they feel threatened by some other person who wants to identify their gender in a way that person a does not understand and it's like, well, just because you don't understand it doesn't mean you can't just, you can just, like, make a rule that you can't do it anymore. And I, I feel like that's kind of weird. It's like, they're trying to make all kinds of weird laws against, you know, the trans population, against any kind of, you know, gender non-conforming, gender-related type of, um situation and identity 
you know, they're basically just so thrown off by it that they feel a need to make laws. And it's like, I don't understand why this is something that's so concerning to these people. Like, it's not that big of a deal. Like, you know, I've heard people say stuff like, oh, like, I don't know what to call them. Or like, and it's like, really? Like, so what? You know, like, it's almost like when somebody comes from another country and they're like, I don't know anything about their culture. And, um, you know, maybe I would say for myself, I'm worried about offending this person, you know, because I don't know what's right or what's wrong. I don't want to do the wrong thing or say the wrong thing or act the wrong way and be like completely like, you know, um, rude or hurtful towards somebody just because of, you know, how I'm, how I am, you know, how I'm being. And I mean, I think people can tell when you're trying to be nice, when you're trying to be respectful, even if you're not maybe getting it, you know, fully accurate, you know, like there's always going to be those kind of cultural, you know, misunderstandings until you get to know a person. Right. And it's kind of like, I kind of see some of that going on with a lot of this, these laws and stuff. It's like, okay, like you don't understand it because you've never had to try to understand it because you keep so distant from these things. Your life is so isolated over where you're living and it's never touched your doorstep or come across your desk or, you know, you've never had to think about it. And because so many people have such a hard time with the thinking part, thinking outside of the box, thinking outside of the programming, Um, a lot of times I think that's what's happening is people are like, wait, I don't want to deprogram this way of thinking. So I'm automatically my ego in my mind is telling me, okay, like I can't, I can't, you know, challenge that part of my programming because it's uncomfortable and it stresses me out. Therefore, if I have power I'm going to do everything in my power to make sure I don't ever have to challenge that, you know. So I'm going to say that things are immoral. I'm going to start saying, you know, some weird, like, um, lies and bending some truths um, just because I know I'm in a position of power. And if I'm a politician or a leader or a teacher or some kind of doctor or some somebody with a trusted reputation of some form people are going to listen to me when I say these bad things when I try to like you know make this other group's reputation bad because I don't believe in what they're doing and I don't want to try to even understand it like that's kind of what I hear that's kind of what how I interpret what's going on it's almost like like have you ever have you ever come across somebody who's like mad at another person, right? Um, and this is like kind of like a natural ego thing that people do. So if you've ever come across somebody who's kind of mad, like say you're at at work and there's somebody higher up who kind of like makes you mad, right? Um, and you're confiding in another person, you're kind of venting to your friend or whatever, like 
this boss, you know, is getting on my nerves. Like, there's, there's, like, different layers. There's, like, a top layer that's, like, the basics of what happened. Like, this person's getting on my nerves because they did X, Y, Z. You know, I think what they're doing is, like, unfair treatment or whatever. And then there's this other second underlying attack that people do. And they say, thing, they start attacking character and attacking morals and values and, like, you know, so it's like, first, there's this first tier of like, oh, this person did X, Y, Z to me, they did this bad thing, uh, I don't trust them anymore, you know, there's that kind of like surface level, like basic, like, okay, I'm distancing myself, or like, I'm expressing anger or feeling this negative emotion because of this experience that I had with them that was negative, right? That's kind of like, almost like the facts, like, I'm feeling this way, uh, and it's related to, you know, my memories and ex expectations of how this person should be treating me because I believe what they're doing is wrong, therefore I'm mad, and they did these wrong things, and that's not really professional, and that's probably, those are probably facts, right? And then it's another level deeper from that where people start getting into the oh, well, you know, the gossipy, like, oh, like, well, they have a comb over, and they're balding, and, like, this person is, you know, they've got bad breath, and, you know, I can't believe the car they drive, like, did you overhear what they said to the other person, and, like, the emails, how they misspell, you know, like, kind of like attacking somebody's character, right, and it's, like, people do that, they go from, like, the mad of, like, what happened, to the, I'm going to attack this person's character, and then I'm going to spread all this nonsense to everybody else to try to convince them to believe in me, in my, to try to convince them to believe in, in me, uh, in my, you know, um, example, uh, you know, and I can almost say that I'm even doing the same thing, it's like, I try to call out the fact that they are basically not at a point in their mind and their psyche where they're willing to challenge their ego, you know, I can point that out and just be like, these people are backwards and just can't evolve, you know, it's like, they're in this backwards thinking, trying to like, use this other form of manipulation, you know, and there's kind of like these different camps of thinking, you know, and I don't think there's really too much of a way past that, because some people believe that they need to protect their ego and they don't even notice that their ego is rising up when they're doing these things and then there's other people that are like well I don't want everybody basing opinions and laws off of their ego you know um, and so there's kind of these two different viewpoints with things and that's kind of what's basically happening on a psychological level but at the same time it's like it's like, what can you really do about it? Like, someone who's in their ego making, you know, you know, kind of tweaking ideas and making lies about things, you know, versus another person who is trying to call out someone else being in their ego. I mean, and that person's, I mean, I'd say I'm probably in my ego too, because I feel like I want them to change what they're doing, um, for the, for the better good, for, you know, you know, forwarding humanity, you know, like, 
pass these weird programmed ideas that I don't think are necessary to really think in anymore. Like I'm ready for progress and change and for people to have their eyes open to the fact that there is diversity and differences and there's nothing to be afraid of. And then there's other people like, well, this is something to be fearful of because we never did it like this before. You know, people weren't changing their IDs and, you know, having to correct somebody about their pronouns and we never had to talk about pronouns and we never had to worry about, you know, different people needing to do things differently. They don't want anything to change because it scares them. And there's others of us that are like, we're not scared of this. Like, why is this an issue? And I think that's one thing that is, it's going to be hard to really try to um, combine, you know, uh, uh, views, you know. Um, I don't think it's possible to combine views, maybe. I think people just have to figure out where their ego is taking them on things. And is their ego more like, I want change, I want things to change, I want things to be more diverse and open, and for people to be able to express themselves, and for people to kind of accurately, you know, explain their perspective on themselves, and their identity, and things like that. I'm not afraid of that, you know, like, I don't really care. Like, that's not a threat to me. I don't see any of it as a threat. But there are plenty of other people out there that see it as a threat. So, um, I don't know. When it comes to, that's kind of what comes to my mind when I, when I think about programming and kind of like how we're kind of like programmed, you know, there's still ego on all sides like I can sit here and say like oh I'm not coming from a place of ego I mean I think I am you know I think anytime we have a solid opinion formed we're going to be coming from a place of ego but I do think it's different to have your ego not really trying to suppress other people um even though you're still, even if you're open-minded, you're still technically suppressing the people who aren't open-minded. So it's kind of like a weird thing to kind of think about where it's like, well, you know, I'm not like against them necessarily as humans. I'm just against the way they think. Because it's like, if, if there's people in power who basically push their agendas because they don't want change and then there's other people who are pushing their agendas because they do want change it's like it, it, that's basically all it's coming down to and you know I think there is prejudice on all sides um, I mean it's not even just this it's kind of a lot of other stuff too but anyways um, that's kind of what where my head went this morning um uh been up since like 5 30 let's go through my my evening kind of looked like um yesterday was very busy <laughs> um <clears throat> yesterday i woke up at like 5 35 a.m or so had coffee around 6 30 a.m 
was researching podcasting and blogging from like about 6.50 a.m. till about 12.30 p.m. where I took a really lengthy lunch break, prepped some lunch, ate some food, watched a movie, uh, had an edible, um, then got back into things around like 5 o'clock, had dinner around 6, and then around 6.30 to 8, I was working on some blogging again, and then finally, like, 8.30 p.m., uh, I had lights out, had, like, a little melatonin, 9.30 p.m., I was already kind of almost dozing off, but had a little more melatonin, and then totally probably fell asleep before 10, I don't really know, and then this morning I woke up around 5.15 a.m., around 5.30, I started listening to finance news with, uh, Meet Kevin, now I can't really vouch for that guy necessarily, uh, I try not to, like, crap on people's, you know, brand, I don't know, some of these guys got some weird shady stuff that they do, I don't really know. There was some stuff that he was kind of pitching about, you know, the housing market and some kind of weird scheme that he seemed to be trying to get people to buy into that he's um, doing. But I, other than that, I like that he goes through live, you know, he, you know, goes through the reports. And so today... You know, they had the inflation report on, I think this was closer to like 6.30 a.m. by that point. Um, I hadn't, it's Weed Wednesday for me, so I had an edible at 6 a.m., 6.30 a.m., you know, had some cacao and been hydrating. And close to 8.30, I'm gonna, um, I'm gonna start, um, breakfast, but, um, yeah, I'm up early, I got a friend coming to town around noon, I don't know what time, actually, it was kind of, uh, I think he just started driving, let me see, let me see, approximately, I don't know if this map is going to cut off my recording, let's see, how long is, I don't know exactly where he lives, actually, so yeah, it's about five hours, four hours, 45 minutes or so, from the Las Vegas Strip to my location, um, so yeah, if I start getting ready around noon, um, that should be good, because I think they're barely getting on the road. Um, yeah, I just don't like people having to wait on me uh, to get ready, but yeah, I'm glad I started early this morning. No caffeine this morning, though. Well, yesterday I was having a pretty gnarly crash and I was not appreciating it um so today I decided you know let me just lay off um at least for now so I'm having cacao been drinking a little water probably need more water honestly 
um, and tonight I probably won't have any melatonin. Uh, but yeah, I don't want to, I don't really want to have to, um, really deal with like way too much stuff. Uh, like I'm kind of, I don't know, just trying to like chill today like I did a lot yesterday and today I want to do less <laughs> uh, but I am working on a lot of stuff so I do want to kind of not I don't want to I don't want to just like do nothing um, but yeah I'm gonna have a pretty chill day today I don't want to overwhelm myself uh, so I'm getting these recordings out the ones I want to get out today, um, I don't know, I was going to do job applications, but I think I just need a day, like yesterday I was kind of, I'm trying not to overwhelm myself, and Wednesdays tend to be my day that I'm, uh, doing more of a chill, uh, routine, so I would like to kind of stick to that and not push too hard, especially since Monday and Tuesday, I, you know, those days I started around 5.30 a.m. and pushed pretty hard, so, you know, I've got visitors coming, maybe I should just chill until uh, they get here, and then they're picking me up, and we're gonna, you know, go to the beach, go to the pier, um, probably grab lunch, dinner, uh, it's one of my friends giving one of his friends a tour of L.A., so um, we're going to be over in the Beach Cities areas today, so I'm just going to chill and do that. And um, it's going to be cloudy all day, so unfortunately we're not going to have any nice, beautiful, sunny weather for them to take pictures in, but it's still going to be beautiful and nice. Um, Well, I'm going to post this, get some breakfast going, kind of chill this afternoon, do some thinking, do some writing, uh, stick to the creative stuff this morning, uh, but the chill creative stuff, I don't really want to be cranking it out too much today, um, but yeah, these weeks, man, every week seems so short lately, I'm just like, you know, I'm going Monday through Friday, and Wednesday is kind of like a, you know, I'm trying to do stuff early Wednesday, and then just chill the rest of the day, um, so anytime before breakfast is like busy, busy time, but otherwise, I don't really want to be that busy in all honesty I don't I think I need to you know I think it works best for me to have four days uh, where I'm busy or I'm um, also keep to my weekends and still try to do one kind of like social activity a week so this is going to be the socializing um one or two 
activities a week. So yeah, I don't want to do too much. I don't want to spend too much time or energy. Um, doing like, you know, overwhelming myself, <clears throat> myself, um, especially because, you know, I think the melatonin is too much for me, um, and then caffeine is too much, like, I'm, I don't want to get into that cycle again of, like, the melatonin and the caffeine and a little bit of B12, and then it's like, yeah, the last couple days my four o'clock or probably closer to two two or three o'clock I've had that crash and so you know I don't want to experience that again today um and I do need to kind of give my mind and my body like some rest so I'm really going to pay attention to it because I don't want to be overwhelming myself um I did not get to my yoga yesterday um Today I'm going to be walking a lot, I'm pretty sure, so that's going to be good, but yeah, I should probably stretch before that, but yeah, I didn't get to my yoga yesterday, um, I wanted to, I had intended to, but I just, I just didn't, um, I thought about it, um, I, I didn't want to break up my work, uh, my work day, basically, I was kind of, like really smoothly getting a lot of work done had a good workflow yesterday um for the most part for being at home I had a good workflow um but I was you know trying to get into some deep work and just focus and was able to kind of do that and um you know I don't really want to be uh in it too deep today like I'll keep this morning as just like the routine post. Yeah, see what you guys think. Um, you know, um, I'm not trying to sound like wishy-washy and I'm not trying to sound like I know everything. Um, but it's kind of food for thought all the time, right? It's like, like, it's easy for me to be like, okay, these people are in their egos, and it's like, yeah, well, I'm in my ego about them being in their egos, and so that's kind of the reality of it. It's not easy to admit, but I think that's what it is, um, and I do think that at least some of what I said, I think a lot of things in, you know, people having different beliefs, it, it kind of comes from these spaces. Now, I think there's nothing wrong with people having different beliefs from one another it's just the ability to be able to respect it and then live together all together you know is hard because it's like we can have different beliefs different views but usually people want everyone to believe what they believe like I would love it if everybody believed what I believe you know that would be great you know that would help me out a lot you know um it would benefit me for sure it would benefit me um but that's not really the way life works uh you know and the way I think today it might not be the way I'm always thinking um uh but yeah I do like the idea of kind of like developing thoughts developing ideas developing theories 
um, and trying to, you know, challenge a lot of it, you know, in a philosophical sense. Uh, I know a lot of times we use, like, Western philosophical approaches, too. Like, there are different methods of kind of, like, approaching things that aren't, like, things that, like, Socrates and those guys were trying to do. Like, there's a lot of ways that we don't really look at, you know, but I do like to see different perspectives, and it's, you know, uh, even if it is hard, uh, even if it is challenging and a little bit annoying, that some people just don't seem to want to be too open to, like, I think when it comes to, like, a point of you know, making rules where people can discriminate against one another, um, that's where I start getting a little, like, okay, like, they're pushing it too far, you know, um, like, it's one thing to have beliefs or be like, okay, I don't really like it when these other people do this other thing, but it's, like, to make it, like, a legal offense or to make it, like, something like that, where it's like now you're gonna get penalized if you do it or you're gonna get penalized just you know it's basically putting people with different gender identities at risk you know because all of a sudden you know if you do something even if it's not drag necessarily right because it's not only specifically related to drag It, it says gender impersonator like impersonating another gender And that can be defined however, I mean, however someone wants to define it, right? Um, Because once you're impersonating a gender, you're already at risk of potentially, you know, breaking a law. And it's like, well, are trans people, I'm not saying trans people are impersonating a different gender, but... You know, if a person isn't maybe, you know, maybe if you don't have like a legal ID that says something about, you know, you being trans or something, you know, or what your assigned gender was at birth, like where, where is the line drawn and where are you considered by the law to be impersonating? You know what I mean? That's kind of like the types of questions I would have is like, it's not too clear to me and I could see, I mean... I don't know, our legal system is not perfect, it's not good, and then if you look at the people who are out on the streets, police and whatnot, I mean, we all know how that works, it's like, do you really trust police to really be the ones that are like, oh yeah, this person is like within the legal limit of like, dressing, you know, like, they can't even handle somebody in a hoodie, you know, it's like, come on, you know, like, we can't even get past, like, skin tones at this point, it's like, how, how are we going to start adding gender into the picture, it's like, this country really has issues, but, I don't know, it just worries me, because it's just one extra thing to have to worry about, it's like, okay, like, can I dress the way I want to in Tennessee, like, what if I want to travel, you know, um, what's that going to look like, you know, but those are the types of things that kind of bother me that I think about where it's like, it's already not safe to just go wherever you want, whenever you feel like it. Like I'm sitting over here in LA where it's like chill, you know, but it's like, 
there's definitely a lot going on. And I, I don't really mean to bring back up this specific example with this, with this legal stuff, but that's kind of the first thing that comes to mind, but it's not, um, like, well, the concepts I'm talking about are not limited to, you know, the current events. Um, I think it can be applied in other areas too, and, you know, I think every now and then it's good to take a step back and just have some reflection, and I think today, you know, since it is my Weed Wednesday, I'm going to make it a reflective one, at least for the next few hours until I go out and meet my friends, and I'll see if we're, if we're partying today, or if we're just going to chill and have some meals and drive around town, but I'm ready for either or, but I need to be well fed, so I'm going to go feed myself, and uh, then I'll kind of get on with it, but that's it for now with that uh i hope you liked this episode thanks for listening